When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cheeseheads. Cheese Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Going by our guy. He is Pete Doherty, of course, from the Green Bay Press Gazette. Uh, always a great follow there. Follow him on Twitter uh, at Pete Doherty. Uh, and we are doing this from the Wendy's Studios. And speaking of Wendy's, you're going to want to make sure to take advantage of the 2 for $3 breakfast. Create your signature breakfast combo with the 2 for $3 breakfast biggie bundle. Choose from a sausage biscuit, egg and cheese biscuit, small seasoned potatoes, or a medium hot coffee. And make a combo that you would wake up for. First question, Pete Doherty. Does Jordan Love end up getting a contract extension at the end of this season? Uh, it's different than Rodgers. Rodgers' first season as starter... They extended him. I think this was the week they did it. Um, and I remember thinking at the time, I didn't know if he was going to be really good or not, but I remember thinking at the time, yeah, he's been good enough. I, I, I get why they're doing this. Um, and I don't think they would they could justify doing it with love right now. Um, but I still, you know, still have an open mind towards whether he'll be good enough. And I, there's still reasons to think he might be. Um, so... I can't say I can't give you an answer for right now, but um, like everybody else, really intrigued and interested to see how the body of work develops over the next nine games and um, where things are sitting when when the season's done. Has your opinion changed of Matt LaFleur as head coach uh, after having had Aaron Rodgers uh, and now seeing him with this young football team and what they have and haven't been able to do to this point? Um. Maybe a little. I thought they'd be a little more consistent than they've been. I thought there'd be ups and downs, but not like that as bad as it was during that four-game losing streak. But, you know, he's also been, you know, dealt a pretty rough hand with just um, how difficult it is to make things work when you've got – when all your receivers and tight ends are first- and second-year guys – and then the one guy who they need more than anybody to make it go, um, Aaron Jones, they just haven't had him very much. So it's, it's really hard. It's hard. That makes it harder to evaluate love, as many people have pointed out. And I think it makes it tough to evaluate Lafleur. I think the, the real test and what we'll really learn is these are hard times. They were hard times. And, you know, I know they won their last game, but can he hold it together? Can he, is there improvement? as these guys get more acclimated and they all get, you know, before gets to know what they can do better and they, they just get more reps in practice and games, do things look, you know, noticeably better the second half of the season. Um, there's just as much to learn about him as there is about uh, about love over these next uh, two months. What about Christian Watson? This was a guy after last year with Aaron Rodgers, second half of the year, everybody said, okay, they have a true number one wide receiver now to build around going forward. And now you look at it this year, I think there's questions about whether or not he really is a true number one wide receiver still. The big thing with him, I think, is going to be, I think he's a very, very talented guy. Look, I might be totally wrong, and he's not as good as I think he is. I think he's a really talented guy. And 
the big thing with him is, you know, is will he stay healthy? It's just, uh, you know, it's it's a big red flag right now. Um, he has not made the big plays like he did last year. I think what we're finding is, you know, the the rap on him coming out was he was really, really raw playing at North Dakota State. And, you know, just the, the level of competition, he was so much bigger and faster than everybody. And I think we've seen, you know, that we're, that's showing up in his not winning more of those 50-50 balls. Um and he finally got one this last game, and there's the ability should be there. He's tall, he's athletic, um, you know. He just needs to get stronger and get better at it, and that takes you know it does, doesn't just happen overnight. Um, so I, I still think he's a very talented guy who could be really good. Um, but like I mean, I I think these next I don't know what you think, Spark. I think these next nine games are really interesting and really important for everybody on that team, just what, you know, do they hold it together? Do they get better? What guys emerge, you know, do the, the, some of the draft picks the last couple of years start looking like they're going to be players. Uh, And of course, you know, how does love do that's, that's going to be huge, but I, I think, you know, they're not making the playoffs, but I, I think these next nine games are huge for everybody on that team. Well, first of all, the whole red jersey for Aaron Rodgers thing they did last week, hopefully they continue that this week because there's no reason to put him in harm's way if you don't have to. Clearly, uh, you know, when he plays and they give him 20 carries and a few touches, it's a much different team. What's not different is this offensive line. Look, Sean Ryan got in there uh, in place of running on the one touchdown drive in the first half for Aaron Jones. It was actually moving people backwards. Uh, then you had Yash Nyman, who got hurt for the second week in a row, replacing Rasheed Walker, and I thought he did a fairly good job. I think Matt LaFleur has to get to the point here of let's actually play the five best guys um, and not you know show loyalty necessarily to a running who's been here for a while or waiting on a seventh-round draft pick to develop while getting Jordan Love killed. You know, uh, and I've noticed this in covering since I started covering in 93 and in other sports too, coaches almost always err on the side of playing the guy who's got the backlog of snaps and who has the experience. And I, they do it to a fault. And I think it drives personnel people crazy. Um, you know, just to think that Newman was playing ahead of yes. Ryan after watching Ryan's game, it's yep. just like Ryan should have been out there when the injuries and who knows, you know, if he'd be a starter now. Um, I don't, it, it'll still be tough for them to make the change to Runyon, but maybe, you know, maybe Ryan caught their eye enough where they'll give him, they'll start working him in with the ones in practice, you know, for uh, occasional snaps. And if he looks good there, maybe they will give him a shot. And, you know, as we all know, following this league, injuries sometimes, you know, make decisions for teams. So maybe there'll be an injury that'll get uh, Ryan on the field. But he, that was interesting the way he played. I, small sample, 15 snaps, but, you know, he looked he looked pretty decent. You know, I'm with you there. It's interesting. I do a podcast, Curtin Long, with Ryan Horvat from Bad MGM Tonight, and we recorded uh, earlier today here on Wednesday, and he threw out a stat, and I didn't write it down, but something along the lines of when the Steelers get home and create pressure, uh, they're unbelievable. But when they don't get home and they can't create pressure, they get picked apart. 
uh, and it gets pretty messy. And that's why it's such a big deal going into this week that this Packers offensive line protects. And then on the other side of the ball, it's a big deal that these young guys like Valentine and and some of these other guys, Carl Brooks and Wooden and those guys, all have big games again like they did against the Rams uh, to try and keep this offense in games as much as possible. And I, I think everybody had to be impressed by the young guys on defense last week. Yeah, they look good. Valentine, the, uh, the way he played was much more like how he looked in training camp uh, than he has in the game so far. He's going to get smoked. I mean, that every corner does and every young corner does, um, you know, because he's going to be playing a lot, obviously. But, uh, you know, he was he's also got some courage and uh, he's good at playing the ball and he's, he's an interesting player. Um, you know, it's, it's, as the season goes on, it's going to get tougher. I mean, they're not going to be playing a third string quarterback every week. Now Pickett's, uh, a guy just, you know, like Jordan Love, just trying to find his way. So, you know, they're not, they haven't hit murderers row yet, but, uh, they're, they're going to be tougher games, uh, tough, tougher games for that defense ahead. And that'll be the, the truer test is, you know, do they do it? Do they hold up okay against? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't get any better than Patrick Mahomes. You know how that? Right. How they? How will they play against him? That'll be. Uh, that's another thing uh, to look forward to watching and see how they do. You think Joe Barry's coaching for his job, or do you think Joe Barry's here as long as Matt Lafleur is here? Oh, I got to think he's you know coaching for his job. Um, you know, you never know. Um, but you know, especially early in the season when Lafleur was you know made some kind of veiled criti- critical remarks about the defense, he was basically. You know, I remember after that, the one game with the run defense, he goes, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yep. Um, you know, that was, I, that, I'm sure Barry had to feel like he was put on, I mean, he was put on notice there. Um, so I think there's a lot to be, you know, a lot depends on how things go the second half of the season there too. I mean, if I were, if it had been my call, you know, I would have made a change there last off season. Yep. LaFleur wanted, he wanted the continuity. I get why. I mean, I understand all that, but I think I still would have made the change. Uh, but you know, I don't. I don't think uh, Barry's job is at all assured um, after this season. What about Brian Gutekunst? Here's a guy uh, that obviously looked good through this whole thing. Rodgers leaves, and now there's some of the shine maybe worn off a little bit, depending on how this team plays. I've argued the entire offseason he's not put this team in a position to succeed, specifically on offense with all these young guys and a first year starter at that. I would assume he gets another coach and another quarterback before he's on a hot seat. That's what I'm thinking too, but I don't know that. And if things go really, really poorly over the next two months and they may only win one more game and they, things don't look much better, you know, at the end of December than they, than they did during the four game losing streak, then all bets are off. But I, I tend to agree with you. I'm, I'm doing a column this week about the draft because, you know, it's really easy to go through uh, a one GM's picks or, you know, the, the draft one season and it, the drafts can look really bad. But if you actually take a panoramic view and look at previous Packers drafts, uh, drafts of other teams, I mean, his drafting is definitely open to criticism because they all are, but not for reasons that people think. So just uh, you might, some people might find this, uh, you know, worth reading and maybe um, maybe they'll, um, it might change their thinking a little bit about how to evaluate drafts. It's anyway something I'm working on today that'll um, that'll post this week. But um, yeah, because he's missed a lot of picks, but uh, they 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 stepped into this rebuilding project this year. They went all in on trying to win the last couple of years. Now they're all in on the rebuilding, and they're going to have to just weather these tough times. And if things go according to plan, 
then the payoff will be next year at this time. I think if this team, you know, wins uh, you know, seven or eight games by the end of the year, I think that Rams game is going to be the turning point to the season, mainly because after that Rajul Douglas trade, it felt like the locker room was down and out a little bit. And to bounce back and get that win, I think kind of rubs that away. Yeah, I agree with you. And, you know, it's funny. I, you know, we all have to make our predictions before the season. And I said seven and 10 and people would ask me, you know, during that four game losing streak, yeah, well, boy, you probably want that back. And I, I thought, no, I still think, you know, I mean, it's not like they have played the world's toughest schedule, you know, and I still think right about seven and 10 is probably where they're going to end up. He is Pete Doherty uh, with the Green Bay Press Gazette. Follow him on Twitter at Pete Doherty. Pete, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me, Sparky.